fuck it. We'll do it live. Media Masterminds. We're back. Riffing on the Benjamin Rosebush with a quote he just said. So I stole it. And now it's the intro to this week's episode. Mr. Benjamin, I sell a lot of things. I carry store on broken back rows is here with us. It's not my bird. Not my bird. You're mi- you're mixing the characters. Um, um, you don't remember the character I'm using? No, was it Point Break? No, no breaking <laughs> point. No Point Break. It was the old manager in the retail. You give them brochure, PSP brochure. You carry store on broken back. You don't remember me. He was in Black Widow. You don't remember him? Russian guy, Andy. Mm, I really don't. No, that's for a time uh, a time ago. That's for a shenanigans podcast, I guess. Joe's gonna be like, oh, I mean, this I, guy don't remember him. Yeah, we had a lot of people in that store, man. We, <laughs> that's true. We came, they came and went. We had Pee Wee Herman. We had we had a lot of characters. Yes. Hey, zombie. <laughs> we did that all day too, by the way. Hey, zombie. Anyway, it's good to be back. We are so- back, and me and Benny. Uh, Benny and I, however you want to say it, we were discussing what we're going to do with this week's show that we're recording it kind of last minute due to issues on my part. And now we're recording this Sunday night. The episode will drop Monday morning. You'll be listening in your ear holes with the eye hole man on Monday morning uh, or hopefully Monday morning. And the Loki finale will be Wednesday. So what we'd like to do, what we did with Falcon and Winter Soldier, what we did with WandaVision is do a spoiler discussion after the finale. So then we're going to be cutting it kind of close between episodes. So either this is going to be one big episode that gets dropped. uh, It still comes out Monday, but then it gets added together on Wednesday or we'll just release it as a a second episode during the week and they get two Media Mastermind episodes in the same week. And the best part, Free of charge, no DLC, no, <laughs> no paywall, no paywall, no expansion, no expansion pass needed. So, but if you want to listen watch- to it on your PS5, it's going to be 10 bucks. Yeah, I don't know how you would even do that. <laughs> Spotify, maybe I think Spotify uh, works on PS5, right? We're on Spotify. So. I mean, I'm just mixing the games for no yeah. reason. Yeah, I don't know. Well, when's that Spider Man skin coming out? Uh, w- <laughs> we both watched Black Widow, but I think we should throw that on our Loki finale just to give people a little bit of time, even though uh, we should it discuss a little bit. Discuss too, which will be good. Yeah. And it did. They released some numbers for it. Uh, but let's just real quick. We're not going to do news this week just so we can kind of barrel through the stuff that we want to talk through. We're going to talk uh, Benny's pick, you know, what we're watching. Uh, the what if trailer came out. So that'll be kind of news. And then at the end of the show, we'll do our spoilers, which will be Loki episodes four and five, where we think it's going to go from there. And then Rick and Morty episodes two and three. So the Black Widow thing real quick before we get into that what if trailer, which is, was actually really good, I thought, uh, is that Disney came out with the numbers for Black Widow's opening weekend. And they included the Disney Plus numbers, which is extremely odd or rare. They never throw those numbers out there, and they're big. So $80 million theatrically, $60 million on Disney+. Plus. Wow. So that's a big number for an opening weekend, which for will... Th- for a $30 grow. 
purchase one you know, thirty dollar purchase. purchase, and it does not get split any which way. That eighty million is getting split between presenters between theaters. Now the opening weekend they don't get as much the theaters, but still sixty of that sixty million uh, of the hundred and forty million of those two. I mean they made more internationally, but let's just say the sixty million from Disney Plus is all Disney profit right now. You know, cost them nothing. So is that a good, I think, I mean, they, they obviously feel confident enough in it that they came out with that number when they usually do not. Could this mean that Shang-Chi will be on Disney plus I'm, I'm starting to steer that way. Cause if they make a hundred million dollars on black widow and maybe two to three weeks, that's a lot of money on streaming services that you're not splitting with anyone. Right. And you're still getting your subscriber money already. I, well, exactly. Plus, your, plus your, your subscribers are potentially going up for people that don't have it already. Absolutely, oh, yeah. these oh. are all correct, uh, correct, uh, correct assumptions. I think, and this is a really good sign. I, I, I and I was talking with Joe, you know, friend of the show, and he said, "Well, I don't think Jungle Cruise will do the same." And I said, "No, absolutely not. They're not. It's not not even going to come close. This is a Marvel movie." But Shang Chi, they originally came out and said it's not going to be on there. I think Shang Chi stands a much better chance if it's on Disney Plus for people that don't know the character and much rather take a chance at home to watch a new Marvel movie, than go out to the theater and do it. Agreed. So let's, we'll, we'll talk more black widow next episode when we go throughout our full spoiler discussion in the Loki finale, but the what if trailer, what did you think? Looks awesome. And I feel like something that I spoke about plenty of times in the past shows, as far as like my thoughts on why we are getting that show, I think is being coming more and more true and i'm hoping by uh the end of next week we'll we'll have some kind of confirmation of that you know which like i told you i know we we talked about it being you know just like the comics like what if you know and standing true to just random stories i think you know obviously minor spoiler but not really because we don't know anything we know that the multiverse of madness is coming i've been saying like it's just a justified way to kind of increase the other the possibilities but we're going to keep it in the terminology of what if so like is it canon it's canon to the multiverse is it going to be canon to the mcu that we watch no probably not but it's going to make sense of where we're going with dr strange where loki might end because i feel like what might happen there is they're going to create they're going to make this multiverse exist whatever is going to happen at the end well it already exists right well, I think they're just like, they're it, trying to prune every timeline that is not, you know. So we can revisit that later because, I mean, it'll tie more to what we're talking later, just as far as my thoughts. But I think that it it's making a lot more sense. Um, I didn't know a lot of the details as far as like what characters they were exploring. I knew about zombie Stark and zombie, you know, uh, Steve Rogers and a couple yeah. of things. Well, aging, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. Captain Carter. Yeah, I knew and, that one. Uh, I didn't know about the, um, Vision, which was interesting. You know, like he has yeah, pe- a lot of people are saying Vision with the Infinity Stones, but it's Ultron, right? Because Ultron was going to take over the Vision body in the movie, so it should be Ultron with the Infinity Stones. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see because the body doesn't really look like Vision. It's like a hybrid. Yeah, it looks like a combination. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was still Ultron. But I see everyone posting Vision. I'm like, no, I think it's probably Ultron. Well, I think even IGN said Vision. I think that might yeah, be why. I hope so. they're fucking wrong. And they said the Media Masterminds got it right. You know? Mm. 
when the call show us, debuts. Call right? us. I'll call him up. Let you know. I'll tell Greg Miller, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I thought it's yeah. cool. I'm not crazy about the animation style, but not a whole lot that comes out now really interests me anima- animation-wise anyway. Like, even the new Transformer show, I'm not crazy about the animation style of it. But I'll watch it, obviously. It's Marvel. It could be anything. It could be stick figures, and I'll end up watching it. It could be like the equivalent of like the uh, the one shots or whatever they call them, like the little mini things yeah. that, that exist. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's coming out next month, right? Right. So, I think at the beginning of the month, they did put a date on it. We didn't do our due diligence to to figure it out. But I don't know. Is it going to be weekly also, or it's going to be it's going to be every? Song? I think it's going to be every Wednesday as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I would prefer. I think. I feel like this is a show that's better to just throw the whole lump at it. Yeah. Right. I don't feel like the sh- episodes are going to be full, like 20, 30 minute episodes. Also, I don't know. I just have, a, I just have a gut feeling that they're going to be like 15 minute things like shorter. Right. And I don't know how many they're going to be like, if they're longer, they're going to probably be two stories connected. Kind of like a, like a creep show, if you will. They could be. Yeah, they could be. To, to make they really, sense. really haven't been given a whole lot of info as to, I think there's a reason why, you know, I think they're waiting now because things are getting unraveled little by little and we'll see. I still, I still am not as confident as you are that it's going to even tie to anything else, but uh, they, the trailers made it clear that it's the multiverse exists and the watcher is watching and he never, he never interferes except for comic book fans that have read comics forever that he does end up interfering, but they can, they can pitch it any way they want for a cartoon, I guess. Well, you know what it is too. If you remember, we've seen the Watchers in the movies. Yeah. Season, but Stan Lee's telling stories, right? Right. They, they walk away while he's talking. So is he talking about the history of time? Is he talking about the sacred timeline? Because he's telling things he's that talking have about himself. But he's talking, <laughs> he's talking about, about the, himself. But he's yeah, he's talking about the journey that he's been on yeah. and what he's seen. But it's like as he's talking, you know, is is the future written? Like if he is, we don't know who that character well, supposed. Like to be. I said before, there is no secret timeline. But we'll talk mm-hmm. more on that later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for that. I'm looking forward to it. We'll probably do our discussion of of it as it as it comes out. You know, as it as it airs, similar to these. I don't know if we need spoiler discussions for uh, what if stories, but uh let's move on to your prick prick oh, my prick my hurdy prick my hurdy hurdy horny 30 dirty prick this week is actually something new that i came across on netflix i had messaged you about it like pretty much when i found out about it you knew about it as well i don't know if you've seen it yet but uh it is called america the motion picture this uh, is something I have I seen knew. the trailer. I have not watched the movie. Okay. It's something I knew nothing about until it popped up on Netflix. Um, it's got several people like voice actors that I like and different actors that, you know, do uh, lots of different comedy. Will Forte, Bobby Moynihan, Jason um, Manzukis, who is in uh, Big Mouth and uh, that show that you like with the cops. I don't like that show, so. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, there you go. He's more known for me for being in the league, which was a fantasy football comedy that used to be on FX. And that's what introduced me to him. And he is fucking hysterical in that show. Even if you don't like football, like Julie will watch that show. He is fucking hysterical in that show. I think he's I think he's super funny. I love him in Big Mouth. And it's it's literally that character just as an adult. So 
yeah, I mean, it's as it's as bizarre of an animated, raunchy, you know, whatever you want to call it, reimagining of uh, <laughs> like a part of history in a sense, you know. So it deals with like George Washington, Sam Adams, Abraham Lincoln, but it just goes in so many different directions. It's like Team America, like over the top stupidity, but it's like there's so many modern references in it. Like they're they be almost like self-aware, like they'll talk about a telephone, like the fuck is a telephone? You know, but they know they know what it is, but they don't know what it is. Um, there's a character that looks like Robocop <laughs> at a point. But I just it's 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 dumb humor, very, very, you know, um, typical as far as like, you know, when you're going towards like the race card and it's like, you know, where the humor is like you have like the Native American named Geronimo. And but it, it, there's just a lot of good humor in it. Really gory, really, really gory. Tons of dick and fart jokes. I, I thought it was fun just to like find something that's random in there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not that long. I don't think, I think it's like maybe an hour and a half. Um, yeah. It's an hour and 32 minutes on Netflix. It came out on June 30th. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, people that were behind it did, uh, worked on Spider-Man. It's the Spider-Verse, Archer, the Expendables, for some reason, Magic Mike is in the list. You gotta, you gotta I just read, read through the, the biography. I'm not reading the biography. I'm actually <laughs> just looking at pictures, believe it or not, because I'm trying to remember other people that are in it. Like Channing Tatum is George Washington. Maybe that's why Magic Mike got brought up. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out. It's like I said, it's silly humor. For those that know what I like, I like Paradise PD, like all that weird stuff. It's it's in that realm. Um, and it's, I think it's been in the top 10, you know, for the last week or so. So that's it. That is it. I added it to my list and have not watched it, but I plan on watching it. Like I plan on a lot of things and we'll see which, when that comes to fruition. So real quick, because I have really nothing on my, what we're watching, uh, outside of Loki and Rick and Morty. I did watch the new Simpsons short that they just put up on Disney Plus the same day as uh, Loki. It's called The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. It's a cool short, but it is short. It is very short. It was, like uh, it was oh, it, it's posted is like seven minutes, but I think there's credit and like, you know, like when they put the the translation credits at the end and everything, and that all counts as part of the time. I really think it must be like three or three minutes, maybe pushing four minutes. And there's like, there's like a credit, there's like a credit sequence in it at the end. And there's like a mid credit to it also. So it's like, there's really nothing there. It was over as, as soon as it started the way I felt, but uh, it's a Marvel themed uh, short. Uh, Tom Hilderson is Loki in it. And then the Simpson characters become Marvel characters. Uh, interesting it, it's worth watching favorite worlds it's so short it's it's really worth a watch though uh the interesting thing about it is i read an article with uh, one of the producers from the simpsons al Jean, and he said the one thing marvel would not let them do was put stan lee in it they wanted to put stan lee in the short because they had recorded dialogue from when he was on the simpsons previously that they didn't use so they could have used it as new something new for him and they squashed it and they said there's no more 
you know, Stanley cameos. They wanted to retire that. And I get it. And I, and uh, you know, they wanted to be the last ones to have him in, you know, the movies and makes sense. It would have been a nice homage, a nice touch for the Simpsons to do it. And Stan was a fan of the Simpsons and he was on the show. Uh, but it was interesting that that's the one thing they told him they couldn't do. Yeah. Well, I, I read an article recently that, that that was a big discussion that, uh, that's something that they decided like fairly recently that, uh, that they're going to retire, you know, hit the ca- the idea of having his cameos in the movies because he's no longer here. And, you know, I think that potentially Disney might even have, you know, footage too. Oh, I'm sure they do. You know, or audio in, in that sense. Yeah. But that's cool. You know, like at the end of the day, how many, it's not that I don't want to be reminded, but it's like, it, it'll, it'll lose its value. You know, if you just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe having pictures of him on a wall. I feel like if they did something like that, it'd be all right. Like we don't need to hear him speak. Yeah. Or have I think it's done now. Shirt. I'm just saying like, I feel like that With, would be, you know, okay. the TV shows coming out and black widow coming out and no cameo. So I'm kind of, thinking it's and yeah. even spider-man didn't have one right so right uh i think it was literally endgame. safe to retire yeah. it it's safe yeah when they and go back the in point. time yeah make love not war yeah. <laughs> that's cool but that's so, it really for what i'm watching besides that so we have a couple things that i see you've been watching besides our usual stuff yep so uh and there i there is another that i forgot to type in because i watched it late last night but uh we have the rl stein uh like trilogy of movies that are coming to netflix the first one uh came out this past friday which is known as fear street 1995 um the second one came out uh this last friday um which was 1978 and i don't know what I, I don't know what the think next year it's is. 1994. The first oh, one. Oh, sorry, I was off by a year. My <laughs> bad. It's almost like me saying the you know the Simpsons would uh would come out in December of 1989. Remember we did the 90s yeah. cartoons. It's, call, it's yeah. a callback, Benny. It's so close. It's a so callback. Close. I didn't get it. Like God point damn break. it! God damn it! My back is killing me. Ugh. <laughs> So yeah, there's three movies. The third one is out this coming Friday. I'm not sure what year that one's going. I didn't. Not, that is 1666. Okay. So the movie was all right. It like people we talked about it briefly. Like we felt like the the anticipation was potentially because it was rated R. You know, right. it being R.L. Stein, people weren't expecting that. But you know, people that have read the books know that they have the horror themes in there. Um, it's very slow, very slow paced, a lot of dialogue. Um, Methodical. My wife said that the story's not, it doesn't match everything, obviously. Um, they changed it. They, they made the relationship a little different, you know, between uh, the main characters. But it's an interesting story as far as like, it just talks about, uh, like this curse on the town with this witch and like all these different years, something would happen and people were getting murdered and it would always be related to like a crazy, just look like a local person just goes crazy and people would always think it's the witch. And like 1978 was a year where there was a specific type of murder 
you know, like there's a murderer that looks like Jason with a sack. Like it literally looks like Jason with a sack. Um, and then there's like uh, almost like a schoolgirl. And then there's uh, it was just like a couple of different ones. I don't remember all of them, but uh, you know, it just ties into a little bit of, you know, the, I can't remember the word right now, <laughs> losing it, losing it. Like it's got like the, the mystical kind of stuff, but it's, it's got the heart, like there's, there's gore in it. There is blood. There's a couple of deaths, but I feel like a lot of it's dragged out, you know, like it, there's not a lo- enough to keep you like on your toes to want to know more by the end. I'm like, all right, you know, are people going to get killed? And then it's, mm. it kind of just gets thrown at you, you know, in, in certain spurts. But um, by the end of it, I didn't really want to know more. I don't really care. Like, I haven't, you know, like, I feel like the, the 1978 might be better because it's, I think it's more of like, I want to say like a Friday the 13th, you know, it looks like it might be like based on a summer camp kind of thing. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that. But, you know, the fact that this first movie was dealing with like the modern um, turn of events of all the past uh, murders and stuff. It's fine. I th- I think I could see why people like it. You know, for people that like R.L. Stein, you could see the styling there. It's just it's definitely darker than what you'd expect from Goosebumps and stuff. So it's it's okay. Um, I watched The Boys uh, season one when it first came out. Never went back to season two. I was kind of interested decided to go back i haven't finished yet i got up to episode eight it's pretty good it's it's really different you know as far as like i think that's where a lot of people compare like as far as like the the superheroes being the bad guys in a sense like we have we have invincible where people discuss that too but in the sense the boys did it first as far as the, the tv shows go um the homelander what a cocksucker I mean, he is he is as bad as they come, man. Like, I just I don't even want to hear him talk. You know, like he is just he's he's doing his role, you know, like he makes me hate him, you know, like it, it gets really crazy because he's just he's like their Superman, essentially. But it's like, what if Superman was the ultimate dick and really stubborn and like really not of sound mind and body? He has all the strength and, you know, like he's very cocky. He's very perverted. Like there's, you know, it's not really spoilers, but like there's like a very crude scene that like apparently got translated from the comics. People didn't expect where like he's uh, doing some stuff like on a rooftop (laughs) and he's like kind of going to town on himself. But he's like pretty much telling the, the city to go fuck themselves, essentially. It's just really bizarre, but I like the dynamic between, uh, you know, the the non superheroes that are trying to stop them because they're essentially it's like the Justice League is a bunch of scumbags. One's a rapist. You know, one goes on random killing sprees. One's like fake Batman that doesn't talk, doesn't die. You know, Um, the season's gotten pretty good. And uh, I forget his name. Forgive me. The main, the main non-superhero, he, uh, he's in Thor Ragnarok. He's in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I forget. I don't his know his name in The Boys. I haven't watched season two. Yeah, he's finished Bill, season one. Billy, it's Carl, Billy, it's Billy Carl Urban. Yeah, Billy Butcher is his name in the show. But yeah, he's. I like his dynamic. You know, he's 
he's a hard ass and he was know. judge dread also yes in the second movie right first one oh, was Stallone. reboot yeah <laughs> was were they were those movies connected i never saw either one, no actually okay. oh the second the second one is great that well yeah, it's the, good dread oh very dread. very good got it very right. very good gotta add it to my list then from what i'm told it's like uh, the raid, which I've never seen, but it's basically them confined into a, an apartment complex and going floor by floor and killing and stuff like that. It's just a all. Bo- it's like it's like a '90s action movie without the corny '90s. Okay. All right, so I'll take a look. But yeah, that, I mean, you know, I, like again, I don't know where the the seasons ended. It won't be something we discuss in depth because you don't watch it, but. uh I'll, I'll, I'll go back there. and watch it at some point, but again, look at all the things I'm saying that I'm exactly. adding to my list and stuff. Yeah. It's not really t- up there. But you know, I've just been in the mood for the superhero kind of stuff, so I was like, you know what, might as well go back to it. So you I could think watch it's... your favorite other show, Jupiter, Jupiter Legacy, or whatever the fuck it was called. Like <laughs> canceled already. Jupiter's ascending to the <laughs> toilet bowl, flesh yeah. down the, the toilet bowl, descending. I'd rather <laughs> watch like Space Quest. <laughs> but yeah um that's it for me uh obviously other than rick and morty and oh the last one was resident evil uh infinite darkness pure trash garbage wow you watched all of it already i watched all four episodes it's basically one of those dvd movies that they've done in the past and they split it up they split it up into four they added credits to make it look like it's a, a tv show the animation is horrible in my opinion because granted these are always dubbed in in japanese and then we we dub over in english so the lips aren't going to match that's fine but the animation is very stuttery in a lot of scenes it's not fluid in my opinion certain scenes when they're close up you can see the detail but i feel like these are characters that we love leon and, and and claire they look nothing like their their video game counterparts especially after we got resident evil 2 you know look look how good that game looks you know yeah. cinematic end game wise i'm not saying mimic it because you're not probably not gonna get the same studio to do it but it's just it doesn't it, it takes me out of the love for the characters the story is like all over the place they, they're never together in the in the show, in the four episodes you know like what's why did you have them both in there like what's the point you know like they're they work together that would have been a great you know, and I don't know if they're going to consider this canon, but the biggest turnoff for me was like, it was finally over. I'm like, all right, great. You know, it's cliche. I knew what was going to happen. You fight a big monster, whatever, it's over. Leon's walking away. And I'm like, I never care to like, look at the animation. It's like, he's, he's jittering. Like the animation, he's jittering as he's walking. Like it's missing frames. He's oh, stopped parking. Oh my God. It was so bad. I'm like, all right, done. Awful terrible <laughs> so i can't i can't recommend it unfortunately i'd e- i'd even recommend the last one which was very like very inspired by john wick like literally leon and chris have like infinite bullet clips like literally they must have shot like 150 rounds in one scene without a clip being swapped out fine this movie waste of time so <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what they do with the live action show which is supposed to be questionable too and then we'll have a reboot movie the movie you know, and you'll have the movie also which is october and we've seen nothing so that's that's a good sign always a good sign when there's no yeah. trailer for anything but that's it for me now we go on to the <laughs> the meat and potatoes of our episode right 
Yeah, I mean, well, let's do our. This is a spoiler warning. We're gonna talk Rick and Morty, uh, season season five, episode two and three, and then Loki. Hopefully, uh, season one of Loki, and we get another season of it. Hopefully, uh, episode four and five, leading up to the finale this coming Wednesday. So we'll throw some theories in there. Let's do Rick and Morty first because I, I feel like there's probably not as as much to talk about. Uh, two episode two was kind of like this season's interdimensional cable. I feel like I, f- I mean, I had the name pulled up. It's uh, more duplicity is the name of the episode. The names don't necessarily always, you know, you can't really tell what the episode's about always with the episode names for Rick and Morty. But uh, this is about the, the, the Smith family and Rick having life model decoys, right? Basically. So there's a decoy family and they, they, Rick would set them up as as traps, you know, uh, as uh, someone comes after him, they go after the, the decoy and he could be somewhere else hiding. And that's the whole episode. You don't know who's the original family and you don't know who's the real Rick and Morty. <laughs> and you got the, the starfish man who wants to be hunted. Hunt me. You hunted him. Hunt me. I want to be hunted. <laughs> Jerry had the right idea. Why does he want to be hunted? He wants to know more about him. But it was, I thought it was a really good episode. But you can't hunt them to completion. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, spoiler, I've, I've liked all the episodes so far this season. And I think it's definitely on, on pace to be better than season four. And we've gotten three episodes. I, that's just my opinion. But I thought this episode was really cool because you're just seeing the whole family die over and over and over and in different ways in this, these squid aliens are coming to kill them and then you find out that the squids aren't actually squids they're just more decoys in skid in squid bodies and squid spaceships and it's just like ricks and mortys are just killing each other that's that's it they're just going after each other they don't know who's the decoy who's not the decoy and it's just you figure out in the first like two minutes it's like oh wait we're not really gonna find out which ones are real they're just gonna all get killed throughout the whole episode i love the pacing and i love that for me, the first time, there was at least two times where I'm like, look, we're towards the end. And I'm like, oh, we're finally, all right, that's finally the team. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Oh, shit, it's not them either. Yeah. You know, like, I, that was really enjoyable. But for me, my I favorite really... part was the the bootlegs. The 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Rick. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I the think... marionettes. The marionettes were the that's... best. That was the best one I liked. The wooden yeah. ones and yeah. and Jerry's got the the lacquer or whatever you put on the wood. And at the end, they got the who wants to rule the world. And he's he's going through time and it's like, oh, we've got Jesus again. And just let me die. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and then they got the ones that look like kind of like Sesame Street. They look like yes, puppets the puppets. inside the costumes. Yeah. It's like they, they, I'm telling you that, episode, that all three episodes have been done really well, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. But, uh, the third episode is uh, you can take away because this is really right up your alley. I'm more of the Weasel Diesel. Oh man, '90s galore. This was this is probably up there in my top three episode, like favorite episodes of the series, um, because I'm a sucker for Captain Planet. For those that don't know, but not only that, it's just I really enjoyed the way they approached it, where they just didn't parody. They, they, they took it in a different direction. Like, you know, I feel like the only time that Captain Planet's ever really been parodied was, uh, was a college humor. 
when they had Don Cheadle as Captain Planet, yeah. and it was like very mature, and he's like, "You're a tree, you're a tree, everybody's trees," and like I just thought of that extreme, and I'm like, "This is this is awesome," but like having Morty have the new love interest and remembering that heartbreak he had with um, that crazy episode where he with the reset button. No, not even the Jessica one going back when he meets the girl with the glasses and the button when he goes in the oh, in, yes, yes, in the yes. plane and everything. And like, you know, the Jessica thing is more actually, right? Yes. When when Rick makes him the, the reset button, right? Yeah. And he's like, and he, right, I'll make whatever the fuck you want. Here's the fucking thing. Yep. I mean, it was that was probably my favorite episode in the season. Tell him the vat is good. Kiss the vat. The vat is good. And he flips the bird, but yeah, yeah like, that episode was that nominated for some award. That's the vat of acid episode, right? Yeah, he's yeah. getting the vat. Holy mud on! He's Look got all the bones. bones. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sleep out here and get somebody to come and test this out. Something's not making sense. Oh, there's another skull. What the hell is going on? It's so good. But yeah, just thinking back to that episode, like you know, I'm like, all right, we know Marty can get attached. You know, like. When he when he finds somebody, he finds somebody. He finds that yeah. connection, and he he seemed to really want to find that connection. And he wasn't about the sexual pleasure. Like we don't know how far that went, you know. Which I feel like we have more so with other characters. But it was just great to see the dynamic of you know it being like the older woman, you know. But then seeing the planet tears, you know, being adults. Yeah. It's like, uh, they're not kids. Oh, they've been calling me out since the 90s. You know? <laughs> and like, and I like it's the four main, instead of five. You know? No, the main no guy who, who has the fire is, is Steve Buscemi. Like, they is got it? Steve Buscemi to voice that one little character that is barely in the episode. I'm gonna fucking make sure this kid is more to keep those away. <laughs> fire! <laughs> fire! Fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's just like having him wearing all the rings it got real bloody real quick yeah and, uh the best and the stereotype put- the stereotype uh terrorist slash saudi arabian muslim kind of guy i am not any characteristic of any person yep <laughs> i mean my favorite was when he freaking when morty had the air ring on he put it in her mouth and he did air yeah. he just made her head explode it just yeah it was just a crazy episode but then you get you get to that dynamic of she is now comfortable with him. She can be herself and then she really shows who she is. And it's too right. much, which, for you him. know, which you knew was going to happen. Yeah, of course, because you, you kind of feel that she's in that realm. He just wasn't yeah. around her enough. But uh, well, yeah, overall, great. episode. What, what I liked about it is the second episode, you follow the whole family, the whole episode. This has a B story, which they usually do anyway. And it has summer go on on a pussy pounding tour with Rick with their t-shirts of course Hello. <laughs> he beat me to it and they're just going basically from planet to planet that's at the end of their distinction they're going to their their nexus event right they're going to their yep. end event like Loki and they're just having sex and fathers and sons are having sex on different planets and then Rick gets attached to someone Hello, and he brings her along for the ride and she gets off on the planet's ending and her getting going, you know, elsewhere. And I thought that story was cool, too. It made the characters a little deeper, especially well, Summer. It, it also made me feel like seeing Summer become more like Rick 
and Rick becoming more like Summer, like really irresponsible, yeah. weird and clingy. Yeah, and but you know what Rick Rick does through all the seasons get clingy when he get, like when he gets attached. And, yes, you know, yes, yeah. yes. But I'm so just saying, like, the, really I looking for like love. being with her. You know, seeing it. Hello, you know, <laughs> hello. The name oh, of this week's episode. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no one will listen. No one will listen to it. I have to put uh, Marvel or something in the title to get listens. <laughs> Marvel. Hello. hello. <laughs> yeah, it was great. No, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I'm looking forward tonight at, as we're recording. Will be another episode, so we'll have yeah. discussion for that offline. I'm sure after. But let's go into Loki. Before we get away from ourselves on this show, when we end up being longer than we usually are. So we, we have episodes four and five to discuss. And four and five, I feel like outside of the very first episode, four and five are probably the best. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> episodes four and five are probably the best of the season so far. And I mean, six can be there also. But uh, let's start with episode four. Uh, at the end of episode three, I rewatched every episode so far this season. Uh, did not do that on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Have not gone back to that at all. So, just that shows you where I am on scale for these shows. Uh, episode four starts where episode three ends, where Lamentis is going to be destroyed, and they their escape plan is is non-existent. I would say, and uh, that's Except where episode four, pretty much. And they're giving each other kind of this look, these glances like they might be into each other, even though they're the same person, technically. And that kind of stirs up the timeline. And that's where episode four kicks off. And they're able to find them at the TVA and they lock them up. And that episode, there's a lot more dialogue in episode four toward building and Loki explaining to Mobius that he is a variant. And all of the people that work the TVA has been lied to and their variants and he gets in a, stuck in a Loki gets stuck in a time loop with Lady Sif, which is pretty cool. They brought her back, uh, and then we see Mobius start to believe Loki. Mobius gets pruned, and then they're off to see your favorite, the Timekeepers. Yeah. And we're given this dialogue from Elizabeth these floating alien-looking things. Hellbreak. <laughs> I had to turn the subtitles on to see what they were saying. Uh, Hell breaks loose inside uh, when one of the other TVA guards, I don't remember her code number, 115 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, she helps out uh, Sylvie, 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 Sylvie. Sexy. And <laughs> she's a little sexy. Oh. Sylvie. Uh, and they they fight. The timekeeper's head comes off. One of the timekeeper's heads, and it is a robot. <coughs> I mentioned something similar. Uh, and then our Loki, not our Loki, but the endgame Loki gets pruned. And then we are given our first mid-credit scene for this TV show, and we see three, four, actually, other Lokis in a land where our endgame Loki awakens. Now, take out episode five because we haven't got to there yet. But what did you think of episode four? I mean, they go together and we could kind of go right through them. But it was a lot to unravel. Um, but like we've been saying, some stuff was going to feel predictable. You know, you talked about the Wizard of Oz-esque, you know, somebody behind the curtain. 
makes way more sense now. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of hope for Kang and I'm starting to feel that a lot less now. Um, I have my, I have my theories a lot less. Like I don't going to be Kang, but then it's not going to be him at this point. Yeah. I, I no, I have more hope for something else. Like completely. I feel off. Like, I feel like I'm probably the only one that thinks this, so we'll save it. But, uh, I like the idea that this taboo topic topic of the Nexus event between Loki and Sylvie and, you know, are they, you know, like, yes, we've been, we've determined that like they're variants, but like, are they variants? Is there, is there really connective tissue, you know, with this time? Like, I, I don't know how to explore that. And I think, you know, the idea that, you know, Mobius is like, oh, you know, it's disgusting. You know, you can be, you can be that into yourself, you know, and like, yeah, you know, it's like some people are like that. But like when you're dealing with another entity that looks nothing like you, right. I feel like, well, it is, it does fit his character. He loves himself. And right. I mean, but he's not that narcissistic. I mean, I guess he is to an extent, but he's, he's, him in multiple timelines has now grown to be right. a more, but at the same time, too, if you think about it, like a lot of people, you know, they keep forgetting, I feel like when they're when they're speaking of Loki that we're following, it's not the Loki we grew up with in the MCU. Right. He didn't get that far. He's evolved. He didn't mature that much. He's maturing now a different way because he saw what happened. Yes. It's, well, and, and more and more so, you know, different, well, yeah, different, and different things. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, just the, the whole the. The dynamic between him and Sylvie, I feel, I feel like she's a different enough character, where you don't see like you're talking to. They don't look like they're talking to themselves. You see every yeah. other Loki variant, not because they're male male or male female dynamic. It's the personalities are so much more alike. Sylvie yeah. is nothing like Loki in the sense of. Well, she was a child also when she got pruned. Right. They're not pruned, ripped from well, her. Removed, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if Loki is Loki, you know, because there's the kid Loki, he wasn't much older than when she was taken, right? And he's, you can tell he's Loki, not just yeah. the looks, the attitude, the demeanor. I killed right. Thor, you know. Um, so I, I just feel like I don't want to say that that justifies what potential relationship, but like we also know the Sylvie character in the comic is like created by Loki in some essences, so it's not really him per se you know it's not like a variant like they're doing now but we'll see you know i do think that um that's gonna tie in heavily to what happens between the two of them let's let's discuss the fifth episode so we can go into our theories with how the finale is gonna end up and end up being totally wrong uh the fifth episode is the most easter egged episode of any mcu thing that is show that has come up for sure I don't I think there's still things in there that people probably haven't spotted yet and hitting away. So we are in this now. We find out that there is a void at the end of time, and this is where everyone that gets pruned gets sent. And more than likely they don't last because there is Eliath there, which is a cloud creature, uh, tied to Kang in the comics. I thought they should have made him like Galactus, you know, in the the great Fantastic Four movies, and made a reference to Fart Galactus. Cloud. <laughs> Fart Cloud. Uh, My name is Fox. So that's, so that's the basic premise. We're in the void, 
and uh, Loki wakes up there with other Lokis because Loki survive. They have their glorious purpose. And uh, a little later in the episode, we see that Mobius is still alive there and he saves Sylvie. And uh, there's tons of Easter eggs. I mean, they're all out there. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure everyone has seen them by now. Thanos helicopter, uh, Throg, which which I really love, the Thor frog. And apparently there was a deleted scene that we did with them battling each other, which we did not get, unfortunately. Hopefully we'll see it maybe down the line. Uh, there's so much helicarrier in there, the living tribunal statue, possibly a yellow jacket helmet. It looks a little different, but uh, there's, there's tons of stuff in there. Uh, there was the Avenger Tower, which had a different name on it, which was tied to Kang also. So this could all be a lot of misleading. I'm, I hope not. So I'll go into this did not have a post credit. So uh, Sylvie and and variant Loki uh, join hands and enchant the the Eliath and it frees up a walkway to a castle or whatever you want to call it uh, to where presumably the whoever's in charge of the TVA is. Uh, I should mention also, I know we both really dug it. Richard Grant was the older Loki looking classic, more like classic, classic comic Loki. book version Loki. And he actually survives the Thanos attack and uh, runs away in secret, but he got tired of being alone. And I thought for a character that was just introduced for one episode and his power, t- his powers uh, enhanced powers of building illusions and stuff was he builds Asgard and they really gave him a great story just for a short episode to they've done such a great job on this show. But did they? <laughs> okay. See where I'm going with that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I forgot else where else I was going to go with that. For uh, there's right. a lot of ways this this uh, this show is going to end. I don't know. There's many theories out there. I'm intrigued to see what yours is. The few that I've seen or heard, I'll go. I'll just rattle them real quickly. This was before this most recent episode. People thought Baron Mordo from Doctor Strange was going to be involved. I really, really hope not. That's one. Two, uh, that the person in charge is another Loki. Another variant Loki, which is like a king theory. Well, Prime would be our Loki, the sacred timeline. We don't know that. Right, which is... Well, because because our sacred timeline can be classic Loki, just never leaving the planet and still wearing the same outfit. Like becoming the debris, which which was a fan theory for a long time, that Loki faked his death, you know, to Thanos. Yeah, it would take away from Endgame, I think, and Infinity War. Uh, that theory I saw, I don't like that either. I still think everything should lead to Kang. I don't know where you're you're gonna tell us what your your thoughts are, but uh, the only way I think I'd be okay with someone else like Loki is that he took it over where this existed and the person that was in charge is gone and maybe that's how we get a Kang reference almost like a tease to build to Ant-Man rather than an introduction to him that's the only way I'd be okay with the King Loki theory and based I don't I don't want to kill everybody here but based on some of the stuff that's come out apparently there's a shot in one of the trailers of Loki in like a throne room that's not been on the show yet with the books and everything, the bookshelves. So 
that scene is either deleted from the show, deleted from the season, it's in the season, or it's just a sleight of hand from Marvel with a trailer, which they've done before. And I would be surprised if they put that in there and that really is the end. Like the person who made the trailer really fucked up if they put something that ties to the end of the story in that trailer. So I'm hopeful it's not. I did notice again, rewatching the fifth episode that uh, Sylvie mentions to him, what, what will you do after this is done? You know, and he said rule. So maybe that's our Loki again, this version, Loki end game, Loki after, after everything's all said and done in a different branching timeline, ruling, ruling Asgard or ruling somewhere else. That's what I'm hopeful for. I'm still holding out hope it's Kang. All the buttons have been laid out for Kang. And based on the other Marvel shows, they've been playing it pretty safe that they lead you in one path and that's what ends up happening. There's no Mephisto, you know, this is... So I'm hopeful it's going to be Kang because I think he should be the next big bet. There was also the rumor it was Doctor Doom. I'm not going to throw that in there because that would be really off the wall. You would lose your mind. I mean, to introduce him in this way, I I don't expect it. It would be incredible, but... Yeah. What, I don't, ahead, I don't think we, I don't think they're going to make him cosmic at this point, you know. I think yeah, I would like, be surprised too. Yeah, I had a couple of thoughts, and then one kind of just kind of came to my mind as you were speaking. So, one could be that it's either classic Loki, again with a false illusion, um, that that was, that he projected himself along with Asgard, that he was not really devoured there by Elias, um, that he's helping. Um, because maybe he's trapped uh, where Eliath was and he needed someone to be able to get into um, that city or that house. It looks like like a mansion almost. Um, So they could be classic Loki, the oldest Loki out of all the ones we know, potentially being the wisest, the strongest, you know what I mean? Uh, Keeping a projection of himself in the void to kind of find the right Loki, help him, the other thing was, I don't have much to it, but just thinking about, you know, when you when you realize that there's stuff you're not thinking about from earlier episodes, Miss Minutes. Oh, she's in on it. She's she's keeping the secret somehow. Yeah, she knows something. I mean, she's a program, though, a computer program. So imagine it's Ultron. That's I throw it in my WandaVision. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm getting at in the sense, like, is she just AI? Is there more to her? Yeah. You know, the fact that she's not pulling up stuff, like, right. she, she doesn't just wait, up, wait a minute, hon. So I think there might be something, you know. Um, well, what yeah. if uh, Kang is, this one I think I read also, what if he is in prison there? That was, that's where I was going next. And they free him, and With that really fucks everything up. Right, the Eliath was actually there to watch over, make sure no one breaks him out. Yeah, and like maybe Miss Minutes was trying to keep him locked away. Yeah, right. You know, like maybe maybe the um, the timekeepers were real. They were killed, overthrown by Kang. Right. Somehow Miss Minutes was able to overthrow him, trap him in uh, in that world. I, I in the comics, there's like. A potential name for that area of where they're going and yeah by them going in there they're gonna trigger something that's gonna make kang uh yeah that's that was my third theory so yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense i mean it, it goes back to what you said like we're expecting kang already in ant-man and the wasp so like why would you do it this early other than maybe it being a post-credit scene like maybe his name is dropped maybe we learn about him 
but we don't see him until maybe a post credits or mid credits. Yeah. Like when Thanos, you know, when we first saw him when he was purple, purple. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't want, they don't need to, and I don't think they will, but I, they don't need to do the same formula that they did with the first three phases where the big bad is never seen. And he's only seen like once in a phase or, you know, whatever. I, no, well, I would like the for them to, that... to really introduce him and, and go through it. And maybe in uh, Ant-Man, he's already known then, you know, like maybe right. he did something else already. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like this is a good way to plant the seed. But like you said, it's a TV show. Is this where you want to introduce this big bad right. first in the flesh? Maybe just a snippet is enough. And then we start getting hints with every every show. In every movie that's coming, you know, right, or every other, because I feel like Thanos wasn't. We didn't get a hint to him in every movie, but potentially like every other movie, you'd have some form no, of hint. Way after, no, we. I think we. Avengers I meant, was no, the no first I meant time. later. I'm saying like once, once we saw him, we didn't see him all the time. We see him like in a random uh, movie here. Hardly then, ever, really, right? Guardians, like, Guardians, right. and the two Avengers, isn't it? That's it. I feel. I thought we saw him somewhere else. I guess I could be wrong. Whatever. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, when's when's Ant Man and Wasp ne- next year or the year after? Next year, I think. So you I know, it might. I feel like it might be twenty twenty three. Yeah, I feel like it might be twenty twenty three. It is. Um, it's twenty twenty three. So, okay. So to plant the seed now, it's a year. A year it's and February twenty twenty three. Okay, so it's like a, a year of building or so, a year and a half of building. There is rumor also that Yellow Jacket will be in Ant Man three. Coming back and from returning, yeah. From and what? From <laughs> or where? The, right. Because people <laughs> yeah, he look, went you know, into the bug zapper. Right. So I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm excited for the finale, but at the same time, like I'm, I don't want to be disappointed. Season well, five left me with goosebumps by the end of it. The music, like we yeah. talked about that, you know, off air. Like the music is so good. Yeah. Like Marvel does no wrong usually with the with the music. But just that whole scene with classic Loki. No, I'll, I'll say uh, Natalie Holt does the score. You should go out of your way to listen. They have the volume one up, which is episodes one through three. This is the best uh, Marvel score uh, probably since Black Panther for me. It's really, really great. I've listened to it multiple times. Uh, what I was going to say is the the casting announcement of Jonathan Majors as Kang, like when they announced it, it came so far out of left field to me and that like, why even announce it now? And why, why not make it a surprise for that movie? If he wasn't just going to show up elsewhere. That's why I still feel strongly that he's like, why even show, say that he's cast in the role and, and make it as a surprise when Ant-Man actually comes out like, Oh shit, he is Kang. Right. You know? Well, I think that's, too, just, like my, the, that's just my logic to it, that he's going to show play up devil's before, advocate. before Ant-Man. Yeah. To play devil's advocate, I think, what Marvel is also trying to do here is, hey, we know our TV shows are TV shows, but we've gone big or go home mentality. We're going to show you something that you want. You know, like this is out of the three shows we've gotten. We knew that Loki was the number one hype out of the three. Hands yeah. down, you know, like before the shows were even we knew anything about them. Once we oh, we're getting this movie, we're getting uh, this show, this show. We're getting Loki. Oh, my God. Everybody wants Loki. You know, so you're going to probably put all your cards out for Loki. All the other stuff is going to be continuous character build now, because now we have all these new characters to introduce She-Hulk and um, Ms. Marvel. And I forget, there's so many that are coming, you know, Hawkeye. Um, 
Hawkeye, which Kate Bishop. Yep. Uh, so I think that we, I'm hoping, like you said, you know, that that's the direction that we're going. There was too many Easter eggs that related to yeah. it, especially the Avengers tower, not being, you know, it being tied to his name. Um, Richard, I think it was Richard Reed's, um, which is like his, his earth based version of Kang in a sense. And like, he, they, they buy, they buy like Avengers. Yeah, it was something else I thought. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like, it looks like Kang, but it's like with a Q, I think. Yeah. Like the name. So like you said, the hints are there. This is not Mephisto. Like there was, there was <laughs> so much reaching with that. We reached, at least I reached a little bit too. you know, you, the devil in the details and all those little things. Like I yeah. remember like, this is just, this is comic book reference canon, you know, Elias and like it's just it's in there, you know. But I, I'm 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 pushing for that trapped Kang, you know, that he's bottled up in there, and we're gonna unleash yeah. him, which is gonna unearth the madness of the multiverse. And Hopefully. that's where I, that's pretty much what I wanted to get at with what if, because by the end of this show, the multiverse is gonna take over all of the timelines, and everything is gonna just be uncontrolled and unstable you know so we know the multiverse existed because the ancient one did speak of it but it seemed like everything was in order you know like the the timelines were in place i think that something's going to get triggered where they are and that's what's going to start making everything branch and you know we're i think wanda's wanda's stuff still is a heavy factor into what she did messing messes with the with the multiverse and the timelines as well. Right. But we also don't know where where each story is taking place, or at least I don't right. know off the top of my head. Well, this is so, not taking place in our world, essentially. We don't know where this even is yet. Right. This, but if but if they come out, where are they coming out? You know what I mean? Like who so, knows, right? Right. All right. Well, that awesome. is it for this discussion. And uh we will I'm sure we'll be uh, hopefully somewhat right when the finale airs this Wednesday and we'll have a discussion on that. We'll have discussion on Black Widow and I think that's it. Can that's I finish? Good. Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. I'm finished. Alligator Loki, bite in the hand. Amazing. So good. You're a crook, Captain Hook. <laughs>